In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Welcome into the Retirement Pathfinder. I'm Ben George. They are Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. They're over at Pathfinder Wealth Management. You've probably heard of them before. Hopefully, you've been a part of the podcast uh, throughout the year and beyond as we've gone through as we're wrapping up the end of the year. Pretty crazy to believe, but uh, we are reaching the end of 2020. And, you know, I think it's appropriate, Barbara and Phil, uh, it's good to talk to you again, by the way. I think it's appropriate right now to. So maybe say some thanks because we've had a really good year. I think we've seen some good growth in the podcast and I know y'all have received a lot of feedback from the podcast. So it's always a great time to thank everyone that's been a part of the show. Yeah, I agree, Ben. And uh, yeah, we do hear a lot from our listeners and from our clients that they, they listen to the podcast. So I'd like to thank you. Phil and I would like to thank you and uh, thank all of our listeners. Yeah. Thank all of our clients who are loyal and believe in us. And this has been a very difficult year for everyone. But we appreciate our clients' patience and perseverance in getting through the dips in the stock market like we've seen this year. And we're grateful that uh, all of you listen to our podcast. And some will send in suggestions for topics. And please continue to do so. You can go to our website at pathfinderwealth.com and just click on contact us. And we'd be happy to review your suggestions. We, we appreciate when you do that. But I just want to wish everyone, we just want to wish everyone a great, healthy, and a memorable rest of this year. And again, thank you for your loyalty and thank all of you for your faith in us. Yeah. And I want to also add to that, Barb, that, um, you know, we all have many things that we can be thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could go out to the year feeling very downtrodden and, and discouraged, but at the same time, you know, we have much to be thankful for much to rejoice over. So if you decide that you want to get together with your family around the Thanksgiving dinner table, you know, it might be worthwhile just to kind of suggest uh, that people would uh, would offer up just one little element of thanks. You know, what are you thankful for? That's and, a good uh, point. Yeah. And and just, just end it on a positive note. Yep. We can all yeah. use a little positivity in 2020. And I Absolutely. will mention too, Barb, you, you talked about getting uh, some suggestions from listeners. It makes me think back to a few weeks back to where we did the fair tax episode, which I don't remember if that was a uh, recommendation from someone, but I, I think you got a lot of conversation about that in your office. But how did that turn out for anybody oh, that may yes. have followed? That was very good. Um, uh, good point, Ben. That was a suggestion from one of our clients to discuss the, uh, the, you know, the history of that and what that means in the future for if that tax increase had went through. It did not go through. Okay. Uh, just so that our listeners know. But then also to uh, the client that had asked for us to discuss that topic. He was so impressed with the podcast that he sent it. I think he sent it to, I must have been 30 to 50 people that he sent me the link that he sent it to. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So if you do want to send in something to us, if you haven't gotten in touch with the podcast before, you can do so at pathfinderwealth.com. That is the website where you'll find Barbara and Phil. But if you want to call them and ask them a question directly or set up a time to meet with them and kind of go through some planning uh, topics of your own, 815-399-9806 is that number. And, you know, as we're getting close to the end of the year, you know, lots happening. I guess there's, you know, people think maybe, hey, end of the year, you kind of take the last few weeks of the year off, but that's not the case for you both. This is a pretty busy time in terms of tax planning, correct? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. it is for mm -hmm. very much so. Well, I'm going to talk about an important topic, Ben, this morning, and uh, Phil is going to join me as well, but this is on Roth conversions. And okay. the question it really is, where are taxes headed? Up or down is the main question. 
Well, we can tell you that taxes are going up. It's not a statement about politics. It's based on current deficit and debt. The national debt now is up to $20 trillion. So write that down and highlight it. Or as Ed Slot, an IRA and tax specialist that we follow says, write that down with a Sharpie marker. It's $20 trillion. So let's just look to begin with at the history of taxation. If we look at pre-Reagan days, the highest bracket was 70%. The highest tax bracket in the 50s was 90%. Current highest tax bracket is 37%. And if you look at your effective tax rate, which is the tax you pay on taxable income, it's much less than 37%. Between 1936 and 1981, the top tax bracket never got below 70%. 45 years, never below 70%. Well, many of our clients have been doing Roth conversions. So Roth conversion for our listeners that that may not be real familiar with that is taking a pre-tax account, whether it be a 401k or an IRA, and converting that to a Roth IRA, which is a tax-free account. Well, we've been doing this with our clients for several years. And the way that we help them with this is we meet with them every year and we look at previous year's tax returns. And then from their 1040, we can determine an amount to convert based on an income projection for the current year. And then we withdraw from the taxable IRA, filling up lower tax brackets. We don't recommend converting your entire pre-tax IRA all at once. We don't want you to have that kind of a tax hit all in one year. And we have to be careful of some things like Medicare Part B premiums, because you may end up paying an additional premium to Part B if your income exceeds a certain limit. So for example, if you have a $500,000 IRA and we find we can withdraw $20,000 and keep you in that 12% tax bracket, we'll convert that amount to the Roth IRA, $20,000 out of the pre-tax account, $20,000 over to the Roth IRA. You pay the taxes at the end of the year. Well, this makes sense for two reasons. Number one, you're reducing the value of your taxable IRA each year. And this is important because when your RMDs begin, your required minimum distributions, which by the way has now been deferred to age 72 Mm. if you haven't already begun. So when your RMDs begin, you have reduced the value in this taxable IRA, meaning you'll be required to withdraw less. And secondly, to get ahead of tax increases, you're removing the risk and uncertainty of future taxation. We're not telling you what to do, but we have an obligation to let you know that until December 31st this year, you can take advantage of low rates. The best age to do Roth conversions? Well, if you have a pre-tax account and you're in your 30s and your 40s, I'd recommend looking into this. You've got a long working future and taxes will likely be much higher in your future. And if you're close to retirement, the best time to do Roth conversions is between 59 and a half and 72. There are no rules. So we can withdraw as much as we like without any penalty, because then again, at age 72, you begin acquired withdrawal. This year is unique. There is no required minimum distribution for those of you that are already in that RMD phase. Uh, You could consider converting what would have been your required amount. It's a unique year, like I said, because of the CARES Act. When that was passed, they allowed you to bypass your required distribution for this year. But that's just this year unless they extend it. Otherwise, you cannot convert your RMD. So would it make sense to have to uh, have a 15-minute conversation and talk about this? You can give us a call at 815-399-9806 or send us an email through our website, which is pathfinderwealth.com. You can just click on contact us and, and send us in the, uh, an email that way. You only have 30 days to do this because you can only do this through the end of the year. 
31st, uh, December 31st is the last day for doing Roth conversions. If you contribute to a Roth, that's a different story. But to do a conversion, it's December 31st. Well, what's interesting, Phil, is I had a client call me last week. Mm. And he's more concerned about future tax rates than the additional Medicare Part B premium he'd pay for a year or two. So he wants to get together and discuss moving his in, uh, more money into his Roth over the next couple of years. I think it's really wise, Barb. You know, the wonderful thing about... Uh, this latest tax cuts and uh, jobs act uh, of 2017 is that there's a, there's a provision in there whereby our personal deduction is doubled. So the personal deduction has gone from 10,000 to 20,000 personal exemption rather. And so a lot of people don't even have to file a long form or the uh, schedule a any longer because they get an automatic 20,000 as a married couple, $20,000 deduction. And if you're over age 65, you also can add to it um, another 1300 each. Mm -hmm. So it's 26.6 or higher. It's kind of ratcheted to uh, match inflation that you uh, don't have to pay any income tax on. $26,600 of tax-free income. Unbelievable. Now, what that does, though, it allows some people, now this is not everybody, but some people can go ahead and take money out of IRAs tax-free. How about that? Tax-free uh, anywhere from seven thousand to maybe eleven thousand dollars tax-free income. Do a Roth conversion with that money. So you're taking money that would be taxable, completely tax-free, putting it into an investment that accumulates tax-free. And when it comes time to take it out of the account, it is again tax-free. How about that? So that's the first thing I wanted to kind of note about the the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. I think that if this country had woke up to the fact that this tax law change was money in their pocket, we would have had a different outcome. Don't you think, Marva? You know, it's just uh, unbelievable what people don't really understand. Well, I also think, too, people get concerned about Roth conversions and they say, well, what could they do in the future? You know, could they change the laws? Well, certainly they can always change the rules, but what they can't change in the future is the money that you've contributed because you have paid tax on that money. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they could change in the future is the taxation of the interest and the income on those accounts. They, and then that's a possibility, although I think that would just be insane. Everybody would be in up in arms about that. They would, yeah. And then there's, there's another aspect I want to talk about, and it's a hidden tax that we haven't really talked very much about in the past because it's kind of disappeared. And it's called the federal estate tax, mm-hmm. uh, or people would refer to it as an inheritance tax. You know, And uh, one of the things people have to understand is that this tax is on the books, so let me give you an example of how it used to work. I think everybody remembers that if you had an estate that was under $600,000 of value when you passed away, uh, there was no tax, no, no federal estate tax. And then that started to ratchet up. And so lately, uh, Congress has approved uh, a ceiling of upwards to $11 million. So there's no federal estate tax on $11 million or less of inherited wealth. Well, of course, if you look at our deficits, If you look at the next administration coming in, if you look at the great needs that our government has in terms of running the operation, you know that that's going to have to be adjusted back down. And it has over over the years. Now, here's the interesting thing about it is that the tax for federal estate inheritance remains on the books. I'll give you an example of how this works. Do you know that when you die, when anybody in this country dies with uh, any assets at all, up to the first $10,000 that they pass along to their children there's actually an 18% tax on that money. 18%, that's $1,800. So if you inherit a car that's worth $10,000, there is due to the government $1,800 of tax. What? You didn't know that? Why? Well, because we were given an exemption. Out of the 
the goodness of the heart of, of yeah. our congressmen and congresswomen, they have given us an exemption and that exemption went to $11 million, but it will roll back at some point in the future. Now, why am I talking about this with regard to Roth conversion? Well, because we have to understand that once they start rolling back these tax levels back to the lower levels, um, not only will you have to pay personal income tax on the money, those children that are inheriting this money and, and the tax rules with regard to how this money is actually distributed and how it's going to be taxed under the latest tax law changes. You need to understand what those rules are too. And we don't have time to really go over those today, but that's going to be taxable to your children. But not only that, but there's a possibility of federal estate tax inheritance tax to be added to it on everything on everything. And we could go ahead and calculate this. This is um, not, it's not unusual bar for people to come walking through the door with a, a million dollar uh, 401k or sure. IRA conversion account. A uh, million dollars is not that uh, unusual anymore. Well, all of a sudden, how would you like to find out or the kids find out post-mortem after your past that they lose 70% of that money with a combination of personal income tax and federal estate tax. That is a not so remote possibility in the near future. Well, and also if you think about it with our next administration already stating the fact that they're going to increase taxes, they could take that exemption of 11 million down to 1 million in no time. Oh yeah. They could bring down to Mm $600,000. I mean uh, you know, that, that is part of the platform of, of that party. They want to make sure that uh, nobody will inherit anything without having to pay for it for the privilege of inheriting wealth. And they look at it as a privilege, not a right. And so uh, as long as the government allows uh, you to inherit their money, now notice I said their money, the federal government's money, you have to pay the privilege of paying taxes on that, right? So be aware and to be uh, forewarned is to be forearmed, as they say, come and talk to us about this. And yes, uh, we do have up to December 31st to take advantage of that. The jobs uh, 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 cut you know, or the Jobs Creation Act, we'll call it the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017, I think will remain on the books until what year is, is the... Uh, uh, it's about another five years, but see, it's on the books as that. But then if we have a new administration coming in, they could change that as well. Oh, sure. Yeah, they could go ahead yeah. and change that uh, by presidential fiat or whatever yeah. they call it. And I think that it's important for people to understand that uh, life will change very quickly. And uh, one night we go to sleep, the next morning we wake up and things have changed drastically. So buyer beware. Yeah. You have an opportunity now, mm-hmm. but you only, you only have a month to do it for the end, until the end of this year anyway. So you don't know what's going to happen potentially next year and the year after that, but you do know now you have the chance to act and, and maybe make some changes and, and roll over mm-hmm. some of that money potentially. But again, I guess it's always important to stress before you, you know, you do any Roth conversions, you need to sit down and have a, a an exact plan for, for how you're going to approach it because of all these tax considerations, right? Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to get in touch with Barbara and Phil, very simple to do so. Pathfinderwealth.com. That is the website. There's a contact link there too. Plus you can go back through all of our past episodes of the podcast and check it out there as well. But you can call them directly uh, and, and I would encourage you to do so. If you thought about Roth conversions at all, or you think, hey, let me just learn more about it and see if it makes sense for me, go ahead and give them a call and, and start that conversation. Uh, that number is 815-399-9806. So hopefully people will, uh, will, will listen to this and, and give you a call and, uh, and start going through this because this is an important topic. And now, we don't have many time-sensitive conversations on the show, but this is definitely one of those. Well, again, we want to thank everyone for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't hit subscribe, we would appreciate it if you did that as well. 
But either way, we thanks for thank you for taking the time to uh, to listen to this episode and and however many episodes you've listened to the podcast, we really appreciate it. So for Barbara and Phil, I am Ben. Thanks for being a part of the Retirement Pathfinder. We'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Right. Have a great holiday, everyone. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.